Hello, everybody, and welcome to Husky Heroes. I'm Bernie, and with me, once again, and forever and always, my co-host, Sote. Aw, hey, How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastically, man. This is a, uh, yeah. a very exciting time for the podcast. Yeah, we just dropped the first episode, and the numbers are pretty decent. Yeah, even though this is uh, this is episode three for you listeners out there at this point, um, you've heard the the wonderful episode that is episode one, uh, the Porks Awakens, instant classic, instant classic. You know, we've been getting a couple of good reviews on there, but the most exciting part is forty three listens. Crazy. Can you believe that? Like we didn't exist before this. <laughs> this is like, yeah, man, that's pretty good. I mean. We made it. Like, obviously, like, <laughs> the bigger podcasts out there, 50K yeah. a day. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Frankly, a little excessive. A little excessive. Showboat. Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't, don't want. We don't need to showboat. But if you would, that'd be great. Yeah, if you could get, if, if okay, so 40, presume, so 43 listens, uh, let's chalk that down maybe to about 30 or so people who actually listen to it, because maybe some people might accidentally click play a couple times before getting their... Yeah. SoundCloud to start, which is so fine. let's say like 30, 30 individual listeners who actually listen to the podcast. I am totally okay with okay, that. Okay, so if each person can tell one hundred of their friends, Ooh. then we'd have yeah. three thousand listens. Oh, that'd be Ooh, great. we need you guys to tell a thousand of your friends at yes. least. Just so we'd have 30K listens. Spread the word. Put it on Instagram, Snapchat. I'm not sure how they do that. Just put it everywhere. Right, and then uh, um. Just make sure, like, sit sit them down, you, but make sure they're all individually listening to it. Yeah, if you don't like, don't, don't don't like don't don't like get gather ten thousand people, and then play it from one source because we're only gonna get the one listen. Yeah, that, that's not gonna help us. That's Come not on. gonna help the podcast. Let's that's, be real that's not what helps growth. We're pulling some HBO shit with. Just that. make sure you get <laughs> like a thousand people in a room, <laughs> and then each of them with their own headphones on, listens to their device. How's that party going to work? Everybody download SoundCloud and listen to this while we have a party. Right. There'd have to be like a like a table, like a, a customer support table, like a yeah. uh, like a IT guy there to make sure everyone's connected. That's a great idea, though. Like, get together and have like a, a book club for Husky Heroes and then discuss even further. Yeah, so, you know, that's just another, that's an idea for how you guys can get, you know, can help spread the word, help yeah. spread the podcast, love. All, right. All jokes aside, we're pretty excited that people are, are listening to it, and thank you if you did. Um, if you didn't, and you're just starting from episode two, uh, or three, what are we on now, three? Yes, if you're just starting now. from episode three, yeah. you're in luck, because this is probably way higher quality. Oh, super, point, way better. Yeah, man, I, think, I feel like we could get, you know. I've listened to uh, episode one and two so far. Uh, Sota, have you listened to any of the episodes? I refuse. <laughs> okay. I will never, ever listen, but please listen. I figured, yeah. Uh, so we're not going to get those uh, listens from Sota at all. <laughs> so someone has, to take his, someone has to take his place. <laughs> I'll play him for my cat. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That works. <laughs> She's going to be like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> she's Where? gonna start treating you <laughs> she's really gonna, badly. She's gonna be nicer to the speaker than she is to me. Yeah, douche. Yeah, well, you know that's just that's just cats, dude. They just like any that's fine. material that's soft. You know, I'll take that. I'll like to that. scratch on a good speaker grill. Yeah, I feel like that's what I'd like if I was a cat. Yeah. This I... this uh episode, by the way, brought to you by the wonderful twenty four ounce size of uh, Smirnoff Ice. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> anyone can. Have... 
Smirnoff Ice. It's not just for high school students anymore. Oh, so th- that's where I disagree with you because it definitely is just for <laughs> high school students. One hundred percent is that. But it's, it's I stopped by. I stopped by at short. See, this is this is a, a nice little neck of the woods here, man. This is uh, we're out by sort of by Midway. Mm-hmm. I. Honestly, in the liquor stores around where I'm at, and yeah. the uh, the you know kind of uh, the the 35s, the the uh, oh. the 33rds, yeah. you know, we don't get we don't have Smirnoff 32s in our liquor store or 24s actually. They used to be 32s. Yeah, they're but... 24 ounces now, which is really upsetting. But I was really excited when I saw it stopping at your 7-Eleven down the street here. That's because we're near so many high schools, so that's why they're just like posting oh, it up. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they want to get those kids drinking early. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're on that CPS program. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Oof. Fuck, I guess we cracked the code, man. But, dude, I mean, like, Smirnoffs, <laughs> you could buy them by, like, the 12-pack everywhere, but the 24 ounces, these these guys are... Yeah, it feels like more of an accomplishment when you finish the 24 and you know what, man? Like, I felt a little bit like silly purchasing it at the counter, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. But you know what, though? I, I kind of I thought about it. I think at this point in my life, I'm in my mid twenties. Uh, the the other side of twenty five. You know, yeah. oh, close, really close to, uh, really close to late twenties. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up. Mid to late twenties. Yeah, Ooh. but it's like I'm at the point where it's like, you know what? Fuck weird like rules that people have put. I don't know. I'm gonna drink a fucking Smirnoff if I want yeah. to. Sometimes I want a Bacardi, uh, Bacardi, whatever the hell that's called. The um, like Bacardi uh, selects those like little yeah, like those, those little, little things. Like, bottles. Yeah. I think they're selects. Maybe a beer garita here and a there. Beer, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. a like a Bud Bud Light garita or whatever the yeah. fuck those are called. Yeah, it's good fucking weird. Those are just... fine, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like just drink like an adult, man. Don't listen to the elitist telling yeah. you that you can't do it. Just if you the... want a, a nice crisp. Natural lemon lime flavored <laughs> Smirnoff ice. Flavored. Flavored. Uh, they, 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 make no mistake. There is no, no lemon no. or lime in here. No, there's natural flavoring. Right. In that it tastes natural, but it's not. Also, it's a premium malt beverage, which doesn't tell me exactly what's in here. Gonna agree. Gonna disagree on uh, on all fronts there. <laughs> I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think premium describes this. No, well, not at all. I don't think that. That describes it well. I do not think... Uh, For $3 a bottle, there's nothing premium about this. No, yeah. That I mean, great value to the consumer. But I, I think the fact they put it in glass actually means they're not making any money off of these. Because <laughs> there's, there's no way they could make a glass bottle and make yeah, money. Yeah, you're right, man. Like, I always see like drinks and stuff like that using plastic to save money. Like, Yeah, like Skull. Yeah. Oh, garbage. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> It's literally you're better off just buying rubbing alcohol. It costs a little bit less. How and much it, do fucking glass bottles cost, like a manufacturer? That's what I'm wondering because Skulls how, never had glass bottles. Yeah, how much are they saving on that? Yeah, it can't be that much because people still buy it. I and know, according to the Skull, it's still like, like distilled or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, like, like it's still even that probably says premium on it. So you can't trust shit anymore. Yeah, I highly doubt that it's distilled at all. It just it <laughs> tastes like it's just. just a, just, just uh, ladle it out of the out of grandma's bathtub. Pretty much, it's just yeah. like the moonshine that they were like, you know what, we'll sell it to something else. They're still operating as if creating alcohol is illegal. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just... Where's that even from? Like skulls, it, it's not Sk- Polish, oh, dude. I would not be surprised if it was Polish. <sighs> I don't know. Pol- Polish Polish people have pretty decent vodka. I agree with that, but <sighs> it it used to be know, premium, man. probably. Yeah. I feel like in the 20s. Well, like... I mean, if you think about it, like Canadian Club, 
um, oh, was see. a pretty premium brand back in the day, according to uh, Mad Men. Because yeah. that's the only way that I <laughs> And according to everyone's understand. dad. Yeah. Like, dude, I love Canadian Club. That's my that's it, my go-to. It's pretty solid. That's it's my like, go-to, dude. It's like a slightly better Christian Brothers. <laughs> well, yeah, Christian Brothers is uh it does that's the, another that's another special kind of night. It does the trick, man. Yeah. It it takes you places. All that to say, you know, drink whatever the whatever you want to, man. And if you're under 21, wait until you're 21, unless you have an older brother who can buy it for you. Yeah, and then maybe you know. like don't go outside when you're drunk cuz then you'll get arrested and the person who bought it for you will get arrested. That's right. not cool. No, not okay. Yeah. Sata, what are we here to talk about, man? We're here to talk about the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet. Starring Seth Rogen. 2011's Ooh. masterpiece. When I was... <laughs> How old were you? I was uh, I was 19 when this movie came out. 19 uh, going on 20 because this came out about a month before my birthday. Uh, this is one of those movies that I really psyched myself up about. I, I really... Uh, yeah. I really wanted to see this for when... good reason. Like I, I wanted to see it. It looked cool. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I mean, and and it just like, I, I don't know, man. I I have no no connection to the Green Hornet as a character. He was like, Same. what was going on with the Green Hornet? Uh, he mm-hmm. was like a like a serialized radio show. Yeah, and then he had a, a 60s TV show like around the same time that the Batman TV show was out. Right, and they had like some crossover episodes and stuff like that. So my mom yeah. my mom heard of the Green Hornet because she watched Batman and everyone watched Batman same. back then. Yeah, my dad like he's still like he loves it because Bruce Lee was in it. And everybody loved Bruce Lee. Everyone back in loves the day. Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's a G. Oh yeah, man. Gone too soon. Oh man. Gone way too damn soon. Stupid mafia. And yet, Jim Belushi still gets to walk this earth. Right? <laughs> God, that guy sucks so bad. This guy's really taking a hit on this podcast. His only good movie was Jingle All the Way. And he <laughs> was in it for like a minute. I think we've established that on the last episode. Did so we? you would know that if you actually listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is true. I should definitely listen to the podcast <laughs> as well to make this <laughs> more fluid. Listen to this, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm going to oh, do it. Listen. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to force you to, man. If you're, you know... I'm going to give it a try. We're, we're just talking about that, man. You're an adult. You can make your own choices. Yeah, I do what you I know? want. I record a podcast and not listen to You don't to have it. to listen to your own, your own, fuck me, your own, you know, <laughs> goddamn Smirnoffs. This podcast is off the rails immediately. It's thanks <laughs> to the wonderful, crisp, refreshing, natural lemon-lime flavoring of Smirnoff Ice Original. Also, if they could sponsor us, that'd be great. I, I, will, I will tattoo Smirnoff Ice. Wait a minute. Somewhere on my body. I just noticed something. It's it. There's a little slash in front of ice. So is it Smirnoff negative ice? <laughs> what is that? There's actually a uh, there's a little degree sign above the eye. Also, yeah. you see that? So negative one degree ice. Ce Celsius. Negative one degree Celsius. I guess so. Ooh, dude, wow. this is like fucking. You know how like when you stare at like a one dollar bill for too long, and <laughs> yeah. you start getting all this shit. Or like when you first notice there's an arrow in the FedEx logo. Stop it! Don't you do that to me. Right? Don't you do this that to me? That fucked my mind for like Stop two it. days. Don't you do this? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not okay with what's happening right yeah. now. Yeah, you're gonna look at the side of a FedEx truck and you're gonna lose your shit. Stay out of my mind. No, I do not want you to inception me nope. during this episode. Oh no, this is gonna happen. Don't you worry. What was inception again? Um, what did they do on that? They went into people's dreams. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Oh man, I wish um, I wish uh, Leo was chunky for that. I want to talk about him. Yeah, no. there's a, you know, we can't. I mean, like, dude, we can't shoehorn everyone into Husky Heroes just because no. we like it. Uh, and I do gotta say, just 
getting back to Green Hornet, we uh we may be loosely defining Husky here. Yeah, he because was... Seth Rogen is most definitely Husky, but he actually dropped thirty pounds for this, and dude, he looks fucking great. You can see the difference. His face still looks chubby though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still he qualifies. I'm just saying yeah. we're walking a, we're walking a thin line here. Yeah, we're close. He had a gut. Uh... I feel like his gut makes it okay. Yeah, yeah. But he looked great, man. He looked svelte. He you did. Know, I think, you he know, was a, this is really good for him. He was a you very know, slender. He did really good for himself there. Very slender gent in this movie, but still, I think it qualifies, and I think it was totally worth the watch. I agree, man. Uh, I will say this, dude. I I did. I loved the movie. Um, back when I was, uh, back when it first came out. Yeah. Um, really big fan of this movie. Uh, up to the point where, and I cannot find the fucking Facebook post because <laughs> you cannot search them for some reason. What? You might be able to search them. You know, I'm not going to throw bad information yeah, out there. Fine. You might be able to search them. But I couldn't find out how to. <laughs> that's more accurate. <laughs> I could not find out how to search oh. through my old Facebook posts. Yeah. Um, but I do remember coming out of the theater, being all enamored by the movie, and then tweeting right away, this movie's going to make so much money, man. <laughs> I don't know why I was so... <laughs> You're pretty fired up about this Seth Rogen dude, movie. Dude, I love... I mean, and I still do. I mean, I love the... That was, like, kind of back at the peak of, like, the uh, the Judd Apatow uh, oh, yeah, produced, is... uh, like, your super bads and your knocked ups yeah, and you're forgetting Sarah Marshall's and all that I think stuff. At that point, Seth Rogen was just starting to get kind of, like, big. Yeah. It was, it was this... definitely after Freaks and Geeks. Well, I mean... Way after Freaks and Geeks, yeah. because he kind of blew up after Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. No, yeah, after Forty Year Old Virgin, yeah. then he got knocked up. Then he got knocked up off of that, yeah. And then uh, Which I believe, and then he then they made Super Bad, and then we saw him as like a pretty hilarious, uh, yeah, like cop, he, cop. Yeah, he made some, <laughs> he made some pretty like pretty cool movies at the time. Like those were really great, dude. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I I he was a god to me. He was a god to me. I was like at that point I was a little uh little comedy nerd. Yep. I was doing uh <laughs> doing improv uh, and stuff like that and oh, yeah. I would just sit there and I would just watch those fucking movies and all the special features and everything and I was just like I wish I was that. <laughs> I wanna be that guy. I wanna be that and then I hear the green hornets coming out, I'm just like, Fuck yeah, dude. This guy this is gonna like yeah. he's big right now, but this fucking green hornet movie is going to fucking catapult him. Whoa, surprisingly. This came out in 2011, right? Yeah, 2011. Because Superbad came out in... It's like 09 or something like that, right? Or 07. 07, holy Dude, shit. That is nuts. So That's this, crazy. He's actually, he's been doing stuff for a while. As of today, yes, but back in 2011, that's still fairly... Yeah, and the 40-year-old virgin was 2005? Yeah. Wow, that yeah. is a long time ago. That just blew my mind a little bit. So yeah, this is like sort of like sort of like, I guess getting towards like, the end of his peak, but still, I think it's a good gamble to take, mm-hmm. just because like he's still funny, it's still a cool idea as far as superhero movies go because there's right. still a lot there's they were move superhero movies were getting better, but yeah yeah because I mean, this is this is like this almost bridges a couple like a gap here this this bridges like, Seth Rogen's peak. Yeah. Going into the, um, like Marvel movie, like the superhero movie, hype and peak. You know what I mean? Yeah, because this is like when they were making the the Dark Knight trilogy. I think this came out a year before the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So a pretty good time to do it. 
I'd say, because there was still a, a big lull between superhero movies at the time. Now it's like every year, but this seemed like a pretty good idea at the time. And I think the execution was pretty good. And then, um, well, Iron Man was, was in 08, just to give you some... Wow. Yeah. So that's like a weird... like this. These superhero movies almost kind of came as an answer to, to the Iron Man and the uh, Dark yeah. Knight trilogy. Um, I didn't realize it was that long ago. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, but I still I still like the movie. I, <sighs> I, I, I believe what's happening here, what you guys are hearing, yeah. um, is what they're realizing that we're old. Yeah. Just, <laughs> we're getting there, man. We're getting super old. Getting I had no idea there. Iron Man was 2008. But yeah, you're right. It's... Man, that is it crazy. It kind of bridges that gap, man. It kind of like it's it's the bridge that extends from uh, Rogan's Peak to to, to, <laughs> to whatever to the... the superhero movies of the day <laughs> to whatever the hell he's currently yeah, doing. Yeah, you know that because that was I mean like arguably those movies those those uh, those um, like Judd Apatow type like mm-hmm. adult romantic comedies for everyone mm-hmm. type uh, man child growing up type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, those kinds of movies were. Uh, a dime a dozen, man. They were coming out left and right because of that, you know? And then it's kind of the yeah. same way that every other fucking, like, every three months there's a fucking superhero movie that's coming out, you know? Yeah, like that, a big studio superhero movie right now. That's so, a I really mean, strange transition to make as, like, a country, just being, like, off offbeat comedies. Right. To... Because we're still we're still enamored with R-rated, like, raunchy comedies, but I feel like they kind of mm-hmm. took a weird turn after, like... Uh, like Project X came out and like The Hangover, it was it, it just yeah. all turned into like partying, and now we're just watching people party on screen, which is which could I'm not be fun. It could but... be fun, but I'm just not super interested in. It. I don't need to see ten of those a year. I agree. You know, yeah, like Make, like a couple really good ones. Yeah, sure. Could, there's like other ways to do comedy, but anyway, yeah. The point is, surprisingly good movie, even still. Like I enjoyed it. Dude, I enjoyed watching this, man. Maybe not as much as I did when I first saw it and when I was first kind of enamored with with all this stuff, but oh, no. um really solid movie, man. I mean, a few fucking like pacing issues throughout and a few like underdeveloped, you know. <laughs> it's it's kind of, you know, the the bad guy they really didn't need to be one to be honest with you. Like yeah, I, I could have watched so. an entire movie of Seth Rogen and Jay Chow uh hanging out. I agree. <laughs> like maybe like, like fighting any crime, it doesn't really matter. Like just random they shenanigans. There didn't need to be a story. I really feel like that, man. Like slice of life type of movie, man. You guys are fighting a crime. That, that would have been a cool offbeat way to handle it, because the the villain didn't really get a lot of play. Like he didn't even get a lot of like role or a lot yeah, of yeah. Like, and then by the story. by the end of it, spoiler alert, he was like not. I mean, he was the bad, the main bad guy, but he wasn't like the brains of the operation. No, not at all. Like, he just, like, tried to get money off of other gangsters, and he just wanted to be, like, noted as someone villainous and scary. Yeah. And that's why he did it. It's just like, eh. Like, it seemed kind of, that seemed kind of half-assed. I just, um, I just wish, I, do they make, do they have a movie where it's just, like, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. But there's no main villain. Oh. There's like no big force. Is it's just like a, like you know, a slice of life superhero movie. I think they need to make that. I feel like they did. I just can't. Wasn't like Kickass kind of like that. Yeah, but even that had the uh, the um, uh, Mark Strong. Maybe was the was Mark, it? Was it Mark Strong or was it Stanley Tucci? I always get those two mixed up. 
No, it's Mark Strong. It's, it's Mark, Strong. Mark Strong. Okay, so Mark Strong uh, was the main bad guy in that one. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe that's just the nature of it, man. Maybe that's just the... Maybe it just seemed like that. Maybe there's just no way to make it that's an interesting way to make it. There probably won't be, because I could... Like, if they made a Batman movie that was just him running around the city doing random stuff, that'd be kind of cool, but also not. Right, but, I mean, like, Batman, if we want to get into heroes, uh, like, like yeah. pathos and, and shit like that, yeah. uh, Batman isn't really anything without his villains. You're very right. You know? His like, villains He's kind of awesome. almost defined by them. He is. There's, like, this really cool dynamic between them, but... Oh God, we're getting off topic. Third, third <laughs> podcast in a row where we mentioned Batman. Yeah, Batman's uh, gonna be our guy forever. Batman, uh, and I do want to mention that there was a Batman movie in 1989. <laughs> okay, so now that's three podcasts in a row where we mentioned the 1989 <laughs> Tim Burton Batman. <laughs> I think I could go to that immediately, like just thinking about this movie. It's a well that just yeah. keeps on giving. Yeah. Okay, you know? so let's get to the origin story for the Green Hornet. So the Green Hornet, man, this is uh, actually. Uh, we got to start at the beginning here. Um, a very weird beginning. The movie was actually uh, the movie was actually uh, conceived by uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, his writing partner. Mm-hmm. You know, they wrote Super Bad together. Mm-hmm. They actually had a script for a superhero movie that they wanted to make, or at least mm-hmm. a story for it. Um, so they were gonna make some version of this story, whether it had to do with the Green Hornet or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because and you know, so they're so this whole thing is they're pretending to be they're good guys mm-hmm. posing as bad guys. Is that has that always been a Green Hornet thing? Do you know that at all? Or? I don't think so. Like I feel like the Green Hornet's always been seen as a good guy. Yeah. See, I don't know enough about it either. Maybe I should have yeah. fucking looked that up. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> so, think that's true because, like... No one knows about the Green Hornet. Yeah. No one listening to this shit knows about the Nobody Green Hornet. Nobody cares about the Green Hornet. Like, I mean, were you listening to the fucking serialized radio show in the 40s? Like, no, no. dude. Were you watching the 60s? How old are our listeners, man? They're... At least of those 40 people who listened to the first episode? Yeah, they're not that They're not that fucking old. And also, like, like where do you see the reruns? They don't show them anywhere. So... Yeah, dude, I don't see shit about the Green Hornet. You gotta buy it on Blu-ray and that shit's expensive. Yeah, so that's fine. So I, I, I'm comfortable... Uh, with the fact that I will probably never watch same a single episode of the Green Hornet. Same. Because like you could say Bruce Lee's in it, but just watch a Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, it's... there's plenty of Bruce Lee stuff out there. Oh, well, man. you know, not plenty. Not enough. Not nearly enough. No, no, no. Well, what kind of roles do you think he'd be doing now? Bruce Lee? Oh, he'd be like the, like uh, the wise ancient, old the ancient man, wise yeah. man. Which would be really cool. That'd to be see. pretty cool. And then like he'd then like he'd have a movie where uh everyone's like Bruce Lee is back in this one, man. Like Oh, he's old, but like he totally would have been in the Expendables. <laughs> oh, I'd be like cool with that, dude. That'd be really cool. But who knows, man? I mean, like you you extrapolate some of these people, you never know, man. Yeah. Like you could, it's yeah. it's very much the uh, right. die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. You Another know? Batman throwback. Fuck, <laughs> it's hard not to. Welcome to the Batcast. <laughs> May as well. <laughs> this is the last episode of here. All Batman all the time. Yep. Yeah, we're transitioning here. That's what we're we're just yeah. kind of weaning you guys into. Get ready. <laughs> we're about the to, audience. Into we're about this, to ruin your subscriptions. Into this shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But anyway, back to the story. So it kind of started off weird, like to where. You oh see yeah, it. definitely a lot of weird stuff in this movie. And like I said, that's where we're gonna have Goldberg. They were gonna make a version of this movie anyway. Yeah. Um. So whether or not this has anything to do with the Green Hornet, 
is uh, kind of up in the air. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll say that. Um, but so they kind of, and it seems like they kind of had freedom to do basically whatever the fuck they wanted to, because this movie yeah, does it's... have some really strange stuff in it, right? Yeah, like, some weird cutaways and like some weird, like, just like, they, they did some weird stuff with the tech and the story, like the background story for the characters. Yeah. It seemed off. I don't think they would have done this in the 60s, which is fine because different is good, but it's just a weird way to go about it. Like, yeah, and there was actually uh, a few, quite a few different versions of this movie kicked out, kicked around during, uh, you know, different stages of, of you know, like in the, uh, in the 90s, I guess there was uh, yeah. a revival that was supposed to happen with, uh, where, uh, I don't know how close he got to it, but apparently Eddie Murphy was up was oh. uh, lobbying for the role of the Green Hornet. Oh boy! Yeah, so there was that, and then uh... <laughs> that would have been so weird. And then in the late '90s, I guess uh, Kevin Smith famously got attached to it. Kevin Smith of Clerks and Mallrats fame. I think he would have done something okay with it. I think so too, and he was attached to direct, but he was kind of nervous about directing an action movie, mm. so he he kind of dropped out. But uh. Apparently it got so far as it had a story. Obviously, he wrote several scripts for this movie, um, and it was supposed to be the original Green Hornet, I guess, that was in the '60s version. Yeah. Uh, but his son that was taking over the Green Hornet role, that and been then Cato's cool uh, daughter would have been taking over for him. Oh, that sounds great. Which would have been kind of kind of neat, I guess. But again, I guess you'd have to be into Green Hornet lore for that to kind of be super exciting. I could see him get into that. Yeah. I mean, and that sounds like a cool way to go about it instead of just like, hey, here's the Green Hornet, but now, like, yeah, yeah this is his son, and this is Kato's dog. Man, that'd be really cool. Missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, definitely, man. Hey, uh, man, shit happens. It could have been a huge piece of shit. That you know, could have also been also true. That. If we know current Kevin Smith well enough, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, you know. yeah that guy fell off. Yeah. Oof. Well, let's not say too much about him because I feel like if I shoot him an email, he could get on the show. I think so. He can do cool. it. He at least give us a, you know. i like to meet send him. Send us a message. He seems like he's living life pretty well. I'd like to meet that guy. I agree. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah. He, he did all of it. He did things. <laughs> the whole thing. Everything. It's all, right. all great. So if you listens to this episode, we're covered. We love you, Kevin. <laughs> we are covered. Um, okay, so let's get into the Green Hornet, man. Um, so it opens up with uh, young uh, young Britt uh, Reed. Brit Reed. Yeah. Um, he's got a little superhero toy out the window, right, yep. of his limousine. Yep. Um, getting driven somewhere. <laughs> it totally looks like little Seth Rogen in real life. Yeah, it does look like a little, little, little cute, tiny little Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, so then we go, uh, you know, smash cut to his dad's office. Apparently his dad is a newspaper tycoon, right? Yeah. Like, um, a magnate? Is that what Newspaper called? magnate? Yeah, and he's like, he's on the phone talking about, well, Mr. Mayor. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, this is uh, <laughs> this is Tom Wilkinson, this role. Famous British actor. Yes. Tom Wilkinson. An excellent actor. Excellent actor. Also, he was in Batman Begins. He's doing <laughs> something. Don't. No, <laughs> were, every everything that going, pops up is gonna happen. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna unplug your mic. All right, fine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll stop. That was the last one for today. <laughs> have someone drag you out of here. <laughs> Don't tell me how to live. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so Tom Wilkinson is his father, this newspaper magnate, and he is doing a, the a shittiest. Oh. American accent I've ever heard. It's <laughs> like pretty he rough. One hundred percent phoning that shit. In, oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> a lot of great actors phoning it in this. Movie. Just to, just to kind of give uh, like 
to give you guys reference, I may drop it in uh, right now. Hello there, everybody. Um, hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Um, obviously, was not able to find a clip of Tom Wilkinson talking. Uh, not on the internet, guys. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot out there um, for this movie. Uh, so hopefully, this doesn't detract from the experience. Let's all just pretend we heard it, and let's not tell Sota about this, you guys, because he don't listen to the episode anyway, so he doesn't need to know about this. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to kick it back to the podcast now, and uh, enjoy the rest. And we just heard it. Okay, cool. We just heard it. it. Well, I mean, this is is Sota, dude. This is is editing magic. This is true. We don't need him here. Oh, we don't need Tom Wilkinson here. To I was do so it. waiting for him to walk through my door. Right now. <laughs> so Ignore the cat litter, Tom. Come on in. Oh boy. Can you read this? See, he didn't need to be here. Yeah. It's you know what I'm gonna do later. So the uh-huh. um, is I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rip some some audio from his scenes on uh-huh. YouTube. Um, I'll drop them into the podcast, Man. and then I'll make it seem like he was you know. Like a cutaway, you know, like like in. Uh, it's like we were there, you guys. Like they go in the late night shows where they when they show a clip, yeah. of uh, the movie, they're not acting out that movie at that point. <laughs> it's magical. We can do with technology now. I'm just like what? Like I felt like I was there, guys. We didn't even cut away. It just played, and it was magic. Uh, I feel mean. Nah, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that could make it fun. <laughs> Uh, I think these Smirnoffs are these Smirnoffs are doing something to me, man. Yeah, these Smirnoffs are getting they're getting really fun they're right make, now. They're bringing out my angry. Oh man, <laughs> really. Bring... Welcome to the Dickhead Podcast, powered by Smirnoff. They're making me uh, teen angsty. <laughs> it's like it's like. Uh... I feel like we should be drinking this behind the subway. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So after the clip, we're ready. Okay, so we're back in here. Yeah. So how about that really shitty? About that really shitty uh, American accent there, huh? It's trash. So what, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you think of that, huh? I thought, like, <laughs> honestly, like, how could you not, how could you not notice that this guy just did not want to be on set ever, dude? He was every he was phoning it in, dude. even up he to the point so where he died. Spoiler: He dies. It just looked like half-assed. Yeah, he was like over. laying on the ground, very like his statue gave a better performance than he did. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was just, yeah. I mean, you know, God bless him. We love you, Tom Wilkinson. Oh, absolutely, Tommy. Just, Tommy Wilkie, we love you. Just never do these movies again. Yeah, maybe uh, perfect that. You know, maybe like show up drunk. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, maybe makes it easier. But yeah, so <laughs> he's the dad. And he like rips into Britt Reed, into young Britt Reed for defending the girl that was getting picked on. Right. And it the strangest part though is that he doesn't really have any redeeming moments in this movie. No, like even when he seems Because the next thing we yeah, the night we see him acting like a real piece of shit uh-huh. in this scene, in the begin in the opening scene where he's yelling at his son for helping out someone uh in a schoolyard fight. That's how he got in trouble and sent to his dad. Right. Um. Later on, we see him telling his son, "Is this what you're doing with your life?" You know, one of those things, yeah. and it's just like you know, I get it, but it's not really likable. Not at all. No one wants. No one wants to root for the stuffy dad. Yeah, and and like right off the bat, he's uh, 
he's a newspaper guy, but apparently his thing is, you know, his he's too in, you know, too much integrity to, to take money for stories, blah right. blah, blah blah stuff blah, like blah. that. So you know, you're supposed to be like, all right, man, I'm on this guy's side. Mm-hmm. But at least he's at least he's good at that. Just for me, like as an audience member, I just thought he sucked. Yeah. Also, there's a revelation at the end of the movie that. Yeah. He wasn't even that good at that. Yeah, exactly. There, he, like, fell off. He was taking money and stuff. Yeah, he was getting money from the DA. What the hell, dude? Yeah, like, what, 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 why are you getting so, shit to your son you know, it's, you're not it's, even that great? Yeah, it's, it's just the whole thing just falls off the rails immediately. Yeah. Like, what, what, what do they think they are, an episode of Husky Heroes? Exactly. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get with the program. That's our job. Yeah, it's our job to fuck up our job. We're a team half Your job to do a good job at your job. Yeah. You need to write better stories, Seth Rogen, <laughs> other friend. Yeah, I think, uh, I feel like, you know what I think it is, man? I think there's a, there may be a better cut of this movie somewhere that will never see the light of day. <sighs> there has to be, because I desperately believe that these guys could have written a good movie. Yeah. Because they've written great movies. Right, and it's a good movie. I mean, it's a good movie, but there's just some parts in it that are just, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, there's a, yeah. There's some stuff in there, like the weird cutaway to him being an adult and partying, like right after. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. Like just random, like him getting drunk in a hotel that did not look that fancy. No, <laughs> I think maybe it was just like a condo, someone's condo. I think so. Yeah, I know, it was man. someone really, someone's really shitty condo in West Hollywood. <laughs> it's so just it does that great. thing, you know. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Brit is the uh, playboy of a son. You know, rich. Uh, heir to the newspaper fortune yeah. kind of guy, you brings know, drunk irresponsible. Girls, brings drunk girls. Uh, brings drunk girls to the pool house to have sex. Right, and that's yeah. where the dad confronts him about doing something with his life. Yeah, and then instantly dies. Yeah, <laughs> like the, like almost the very next scene is what I would say. Yeah, like I somewhere don't... in between those scenes, we're we're introduced to the bad guy, and uh, we'll get into him. We will say this though that James Franco has a really really great, great cameo in this and spoiler <laughs> alert if you haven't seen it fuck you man you knew this was gonna be about the green hornet you yeah. just seen it yeah i don't think anyone i think we're spoiling any anyone on this because yeah no cause one's desperately wanting to watch the green hornet james franco just does this like surprise cameo as like this kingpin <laughs> so good man like he, so you know the the main bad guy, Chudnovsky, played by the wonderful, wonderful Christoph Waltz. So good. Um, who's given it 110%. As he actually usual. tries. As fucking usual, man. Yeah. This guy, like... He looks like he has fun doing his he job. He plays to win, dude. He does. He's great. I love that guy. He's wonderful. And he's speaking in his own accent, mm-hmm. you know? Which good for fucking him, man. Yeah. He's, he looks like the funniest German guy of all time. Yeah. Like, he'd actually be fun <laughs> to hang out with. He seems like a really cool dude. Yeah. Um... But so he's the main bad guy. His name is Chudnovsky. Uh, so he's kind of walking into this uh, nightclub that's run by this uh, uh, opposite gangster, I guess. Yeah, like played another... by James Franco. Yeah, like he owned a club, but he also like sold drugs. He's, and... He sold. Well, he has this great line where he goes, uh, "He's like, what's your name, Chudnovsky?" Chudno- yeah. He's like, "My name is, <laughs> my name is Danny Clear. I sell crystal meth." <laughs> They call me Crystal Clear. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it was a really nice teardown of the main villain. <laughs> that was... villain gets shit on the whole movie. Yeah, dude. He's like <laughs> he's yeah. the worst villain of all time. But it kind of goes into the fact that he's he's um he's very insecure. Like he wants people to fear him. Um, um we know that because 
it's not very subtle in the script. He just no, straight no. up says, I want to be scary. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't do German, dude. I don't know. <laughs> German's hard. I don't even want yeah. to try that. You know what? Is he Austrian? Is he? Is he Austrian? His I... his his accent isn't as big as of a disaster as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh is, no, not at all. I think he may be Austrian. I I hope you're not. I hope I hope you're wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Because I'd like him even more if he was German. I'm pretty sure he's Austrian. Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna find. Are out those? Right now. So th- this is gonna sound wild, but yeah. are those? Are those different? Is, 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 is Austria, are they separate things? I think they're right next door to each other, okay. so it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's pretty much the exact same thing. I mean, Schwarzenegger sounds German as hell. His name and his accent sounds German as all hell. Yeah, that's true. Okay, here we go. God. He is. Oh, he's Austrian-German. So he's. Both. Oh, fuck. Well, there okay. we go, man. All right. We're, we're making some progress here. Yeah, he's from Vienna, Austria. Okay. Where they make the sausages. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good for I'd like him even more now, man. Yeah, exactly. I love, love sausages. sausages. That's delicious. <laughs> so at the same time. What? Should we get some sausages after this? I think we should. Yes. I think we're going to have to. Happening. <laughs> it's a Vienna sausage <laughs> company. <laughs> that's all Chicagoans eat, sausages. Yeah, they have the Vienna factory in the back. Well, not the factory. I think it's just a distribution in the uh, in back of the yards. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Chicago. Yeah, no, it's there. It's, it's, it's there. I've passed by it. I've and seen then, I've seen cows there. I know they. Make they actually them. have a uh, a Vienna sausage, um, like a little shack back there too, where you can pick up your own. They have one on the north like, side meat too. And stuff, yeah, it's pretty cool. Which is super strange, like just to be like, oh, I've never been there, man. But I feel like I should go. Do they have like a, a sausage tasting? Which sounds really. <laughs> 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 oh, that could be cut yeah, into no. a. That could be cut into a ringtone. <laughs> oh boy, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Maybe let's not talk about sausages anymore. That's okay, man. I mean, right. you know, we're 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 no homophobes here at Husky Heroes. This is true. This is twenty. This is twenty first century, guys. Yeah, we almost named this Husky Homos. Ooh, that would have been fun. <laughs> just that about... would have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's gonna hate us. <laughs> no, I don't think we. Homos to... is that bad? That's a bad thing. Right? Probably, yeah. Shit. Yeah, we're good. I that. did the same thing the other day. Um. I was talking about uh, um, something that, something about work. I don't know. Point is, but see, I work with a lot of like suburban white people, and oh, I had no. no, I had no idea there were so many different kinds of white people <laughs> until I started working with white people. And like the Italian guys are clowning on the Polish guys all the time, and the Polish guys are clowning on the fucking you know uh, everyone yeah. basically. I only, uh, I only knew about Irish and Polish. Irish, that's the one I was missing. Yeah, like <laughs> there's Irish, Irish, there's Polish. But I feel uh, like in Chicago, when you see Irish, you're just like, yeah, he's from Chicago. Like it's just that simple. Yeah, man, it's just you know, it's the whole like you know South Side Irish thing. Yeah, or yeah, just yeah. Polish people are everywhere in the South Side, so just you're used to Polish people. Yeah, definitely. Um, Chicago's so Polish. But yeah, so I, I didn't know. But like you know, they regularly refer to each other as like you Polak. This, yeah. You know, and I had no idea that Polak was derogatory. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I just thought that that was just how you said it. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, so I'm just telling the story casually. <gasps> So Polak uh, walks into a bar. Oh no, yeah, it, was, it totally was kind of a thing like that. I was just, but I was, I was just talking about a Polish person. Oh, you know, man. a Polak. I sounded like a fucking like a like a horrid bigot. You, you pulled off like one of our grandparents' moves. <laughs> oh yeah, just casually, dude. If you're if you are uh, if you are basically anyone really, but I mean if you're 
second or third generation Mexican uh, Mexican descent Uh, you know exactly how casually racist (laughs) your parents and grandparents could be man oh holy fuck super racist just just dropping in like yeah just like oriental (laughs) oh I hate saying that so okay so like just to put it in perspective Polak kind of oriental is is that a comp that's very okay. comparable. I think so. Okay. All right. I think we're getting there. Yeah. We're understanding this better. We should have known this for a long time since we're from Chicago. And um, I never, you know, I never knew that, like, I never knew that uh, derogatory words, I guess, kind of cut so deep to some people until I said spick in front of my dad. Oh, man, right? Yeah, man. I went yeah. through, like, a really bad, like, teen. I went through some teen years where I was, like... Nothing sacred, man. Fucking comedy, me. You know, I was like, oh, you're trying to be gritty man, comedy. I'm such an idiot. But yeah, so I say, you know, dropping, dropping the uh, the S word around my dad, and yeah, no. he was not crazy about that. No, I will tell you. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's so, hard to be gritty. You know, then I was yeah, exactly, and then still live under your parents' house, like their roof. You know? Very true. No, no, you, you can't practice stand up at home if your dad doesn't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not part of an act or anything. I just, yeah. I think I just casually said it at some point. I don't know. It must have heard it somewhere because yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. What's another good? I don't, I don't want to say any more derogatory terms. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I was gonna think of another one, but I don't want. All to. that is, to, all that is to say, you know, bad and. Stuff. Oh, jeez, yeah. the Smirnoffs, dude. Yeah, it's kicking. These are these are uh... malt. <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> that is malt liquor. It is malt, man. That is. Oh my god. We should. I think we should make this a theme where we should just do like really bad high school drinks. Like we'll pick yeah, up some mad... every third episode. Let's pick up some Mad Dog. Oh, oh dear God. <laughs> oh. You could buy it. That's more of a bang for your buck than these Smirnoffs are. That'll that'll send you to many, 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 many strange (laughs) places. But Smirnoffs are are kind of like a meal replacement almost, man. This this shit's heavy as fuck. I'd say so. For a light drink, it's (laughs) filling me up like crazy. That's dinner. This is that's dinner, dude. (laughs) It's so clear. It should not fill this me fill me up this like this easily. This is rough. I'm already slurring my words. Slur. Relax, buddy. Relax. No. No. You're, no. only, you're no. only 12 ounces in. No. <laughs> That's my only response. All to right. That. So this podcast is uh, 40 yeah. minutes long. So and we have not talked about the green hornet. We have not touched fucking surface. <laughs> and booze is a bad choice. <laughs> oh, this oh. was a bad episode for you to start on. Oh, no lie. We're starting on this. I'm sorry, okay. guys. We'll get back to normal. We'll start drinking real stuff next time. Right. Water only. Maybe a Diet yes. Coke here and there. Okay. Um. So once again, back to the back to the villain. We're, we're talking about... To, we're going to have to fucking speed through this thing. We're going to have to, yeah, because we just got to the main villain, who isn't even really a villain, a main villain, so, okay. so to speak. So the, um, why don't we uh, use your notes? All right. And we'll... Uh... We'll we'll talk through it, man. We'll okay. get through this together. Okay, so I think we're at bullet point five, which is uh, how did Cato learn to do all the shit that he did in this movie? Okay, so he must explain to you. There is a character <laughs> named Cato in this. <laughs> who, I guess his dad like okay, randomly so after, met him after the dad. Okay, so the dad dies under mysterious circumstances, supposedly right. bitten by a bee. Yeah, because he's allergic um, to bees. He's apparently. allergic to bees, apparently. Yeah. Um. 
you know, so that's, you know, they take it at face value. Um, so now, all of a sudden, Britt Reed, who's a man-child, has to uh, basically uh, become, he's he, he inherits the newspaper, you know, so he has to grow up real quick, right. I guess. Um, and uh, apparently he fires all of his dad's old staff at the house, mm-hmm. um, and he f- finds out that his coffee just does not taste the same anymore, right? And right. He goes looking like, why the fuck is my coffee bad? Uh, right. And then uh, they tell him, well, Kato used to make the coffee. And he's like, bring Kato here. And then Kato shows up and he is cool. the most fucking handsome Asian dude you've ever seen in your life. He is. And he's cool as shit. Yeah, he's awesome. And he's actually a, um, like a mega star in China. He's like a, like a uh, pop star. He's a pop like star? Like a mega pop star, yeah. Oh, so he does like the whole singing, acting... Well, I mean, he does. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? The, I, I did. I looked at his page. He does. He does. He hasn't done a lot of stuff in the states. I mean, it's no. basically Green Hornet, um, and then something really recent as well. Um, if you could look that up, let's see. Uh, uh, but yeah, but it, he's like a like a megastar man, and and I will say too, man. I I ragged on uh, I ragged on Tom Wilkinson for his shitty American accent. Kato is killing it, dude. He's good. Like, Jay Chow as, as Kato, he's like, I mean, like, obviously you kind of expect him to have a little bit of an accent, you know, because right. he plays a Chinese uh, kind of immigrant, you know? He right. grew up on the streets of Shanghai or something like that. Um, right, like, they kind of, like, threw that back to the, um, to, to Bruce Lee's origins, too, like, from Hong Kong. Right, like, exactly, yeah. Like, I don't know the origin from the original movie, but, yeah, totally. Well, in the original, in the original, I was looking this up, in the original, Kato was Japanese. Um, this is the serial, and then World War II happened. Right. And we could not have a Japanese hero anymore. No. <laughs> that was a no-no. Yeah, because... So he became Korean, and then later, once Bruce Lee kind of defined the role, mm-hmm. um... You know, all of a sudden, Kato is is Chinese now because he's he's been defined by this fucking like amazing athlete, this martial arts athlete. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to 2011, yeah. Chinese megastar playing uh, yeah. playing Kato. It's really great, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, so he calls him in because his coffee sucks now, which is a weird reason to call someone back. But yeah, like apparently he made his own espresso machine that was like the craziest technological thing made out of random stuff that he found. And like, like, he was picked up off the street by by Britt Reed's dad. Yeah, he was working as like a mechanic or something. Yeah, and he he liked the work that he did on one of his cars, and he was uh, he's like, "I'll come work for me," you know. Mm-hmm. And and then he's been good ever since. Which mechanic? One thing. Inventor? Completely different. I will what? say this, man. I will say this. In movies, I hate it when characters are inventors. Mm-hmm. It just seems so convenient. It does. It just you know? it makes it too easy. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And like there was also a point in time, specifically back in like uh back in like the eighties with like Gremlins and uh and the Goonies yeah. where there were like characters who were like inventors or um, and they were making wacky inventions. Yeah, like short like, circuit and Yeah. The only know. good one from back in the day was probably the professor from, from Back to the Future. Okay, yeah. See, I mean, like he was like the one exception. Yeah, no, I mean, there's plenty. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of exceptions. I just think it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. I just don't like seeing wacky inventions. Yeah, it does nothing for me. It's on it's, screen. It's kind of goofy. <laughs> just like, yeah, but, you know, but I will I'm say, cool with that. the the cool part of this whole origin, which is still kind of ridiculous, like 
Kato's the most important person in this entire in this entire movie. Yeah. He he invents everything. He's the brains. Like there's nothing could get done without Kato's help or without like he's like, "Hey, we should go to that person for that." And it works. And they definitely played it up um because uh the original uh the the 60s Green Hornet, I guess the big thing about that was like yeah. Well, Kato's the real star here. Kato's the real action hero, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Green Hornet. He was just a dude. He's just a dude, He's you just know? He's just a dude in the green outfit. So they kind of really played it up in this movie, which I think works really well because there's, like, a, a weird power dynamic throughout it where Brit uh, is... Uh, Stereotypical white guy. Yeah, and like, he and he's just really like treats him as like a subhuman at some points where he's like, go get my coffee, you know, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take the credit for everything you did. So, like... it. It's cool that they put that in there, and they knew what they were doing. Yeah, which makes it like it made it that made it kind of nice of a story. It they was, make it, it cool. they make it where it's a point of contention between the two, the two yeah. main characters, and it works really well for the yeah. story. I thought that was really that was kind of one of the more interesting things where they they kind of you know turned the whole movie into kind of like a bromance type movie. Yeah, because in, in the beginning, like when they first meet, like Brit's shocked and he loves everything, and they get drunk together. Yeah, that's that's how that's they, how they kind of bond. Heroes. Yeah. Yeah, they they uh they decided when they're drunk to go and uh, um a statue is erected of Brit's father right. by his grave. So they break they decide to break into the cemetery and steal the head. Right. Uh while they're in the uh, you know while uh, Seth Rogen is running away with the head, he comes across a group of of bad guys harassing people <laughs> and he decides to jump out of the bush and say, "Hey, stop." And then these guys all come and surround him and there's like 10 dudes uh who are surrounding Brit and uh, all of a sudden, fucking Kato yeah. springs into action. And uh, this movie, directed by Michelle Gondry, mm-hmm. uh, do you know who that is at all? No Something? clue. This is um, a Science Asleep director. Um, oh. What's his name? Uh, or what is that fucking movie that everyone loves with Jim Carrey in it? Oh, oh. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, director. that's him? Yeah, very visionary director. He did a lot of uh, music videos for, like, the White Stripes and stuff. Wow. Very, very visual type of guy. Be um, Kind Rewind? Be Kind Rewind, of course. Wow. Uh, the, the, decent. Decent. Not great. Yeah. Decent. Fun. Uh, Fun. But, um, man, dude, these fucking action scenes that are in this movie are so trippy. They are. They They seem really, like, weird, but they kind of fit with, like the kind of thing they try to do with the throwback 60s. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of does works. work like that. It works on that level. Uh it also works on like uh like when okay, so when Kato gets locked in, he starts kind of seeing things in slow motion. Yes. And like he starts clocking like okay, this guy has a wrench, this guy has a gun, this guy has a this, this guy has a that, you know. So I guess <clears throat> I guess what they're doing is that they're trying to visually kind of show the audience um kind of a representation of what may be going through Kato's brain, and you're like, oh, okay. And then he springs into action, and it's like, it does that thing where everything's slow motion except for him. Like, yeah. he's kind of moving at almost full speed, but also at a weird speed. Yeah. I don't know, man. Which it's normally, like, crazy. I don't like the way that looks, but it works. It works, it works really, really well. Good. Yeah, it works I, really, really well, man. Probably mostly because of him, because it just makes it look good. Yeah, he's a very athletic dude. Yeah. It's like, he seems to be, like, yeah. killing it. And, um, like, for the most part, he saves the day, but Seth Rogen throws a punch here and there, and so he kind of knows how to fight, but he's never going to yeah, be Kato. And, yeah, exactly. He's just not fast. I mean, he could, you know, no. 
But he can knock- anyone, anyone could throw a punch if they really. Yeah, but he seems really to be knocking people out with one punch, yeah. which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like he has like one good like right, and they're like he's kind of got a uh, kind of got a, a Carter thing from uh, Rush Hour, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like all of a sudden he just <laughs> like he yeah, does, does he know how to fight? They keep saying he doesn't, but he does. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> able to take people down. Yeah, exactly. So it's like okay, he's not he's not you the know. worst in these movies. You can't have a guy who completely doesn't know how to fight. No. I guess you know. No, that wouldn't be cool. Yeah, and like that was just a, that was actually kind of a cool scene. I liked I like all the fight scenes were fun. The action tend to be pretty fun in general. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it definitely is, man. There's car chases in this. Dude, this is like this is a good like kind of throwbacky kind of movie in that way where yeah. we have good car chases. We got good like fist fighting scenes. We got yeah. some good gunplay going on. Yeah, um, it's just really uh, kind of like a just comforting in a way it's like comfort food it is for movies you it's know? like one of those movies where you go and you know none of the main characters are gonna die and you're just gonna have a good time yeah man and that's exactly that's what it, that's what i wanted out of it that's what it needed to be and it should have been more that i think it should have it yeah. should have been like it, it they they missed a couple opportunities there but it was still cool to see it happen yeah and i i wish it could have been better so we could see a sequel I feel like they would have done something cool in the sequel. Yeah, I feel like the sequel could have been cool, man. And and yeah, I think if if this one was more successful, the sequel would have been a lot better. Apparently, uh, uh, Seth Rogen uh, went on record saying that it was kind of a nightmare to make. Uh, I think they had a kind of a lot of pressure with the studio and stuff. And Crap. I know they went through uh, just off the top of my head. Uh, I remember this from back then. There was a point where uh, in this current incarnation of the movie. Uh, um, Stephen Chow was supposed to direct and play Kato. Stephen Chow, uh, oh. Kung Fu Hustle, yeah. um, Shaolin Soccer Ooh. guy. He was supposed to direct and play Kato, but apparently he had... He uh, dropped out of the movie. I think uh, Seth Rogen decided to go into a different direction because Stephen Chow had some kind of crazy ideas for the characters, mm-hmm. but he still wanted to play Kato. Hmm. So they got uh, Michelle Gondry on uh to direct and Stephen Chow was still supposed to play Kato Mm -hmm. but apparently he had these like this idea and I guess he kind of like wanted to live or die by this fucking idea that Mm. that uh Kato would implant Brit with a microchip and then he would control Brit's fighting uh Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they they shut it down. He was just like, no this, no deal, and they're just like, okay, no deal then. That's fine. That's, <laughs> they okay. made a really good call there. <laughs> like, how do you go from making movies like the ones he made, and then like come over here and be like, you know what? I, I, don't know, man. Here. I think he just wanted. I feel like he just wanted to. Uh, he wanted to. Uh, I don't know. Make it sillier. Maybe he had a sillier oh. vision for this. Maybe a campier vision oh. that they all had. Oh no! Um, he was gonna Joel Schumacher this. He was, yeah. Oh. He was gonna destroy. Um, That's rough. Any semblance of this being any good? Yeah. Well, now I feel a lot better about this movie. Like even more so than before. It just. Yeah, it could have been. An, it, it could have been a lot worse off. Um, so oh, for definitely. all those little things. Yeah. Uh, so. Back to kind of the story here. Um, we have, uh, yeah, so we have Kato and, the, and Brit. Uh, we also have, um, oh, fuck me, Lenore? Lenore? Yeah, Lenore. Cameron Diaz comes on. As Lenore. <laughs> As Lenore. And uh, I think 
Me, yeah. just personally, I think she does well. She serves the movie. Yeah, in she's a way. as an actress in the role. She's not bad. Right. But she is way too old. Sota has some strong opinions on Cameron. Diaz. Not, not to say that. Not to say an old actress can't, or an older aged actress can't go in and be an action movie. It's just that, like, for what they were going for, I thought they were going to go with someone a lot younger. Because mm-hmm. they even talk about it in the movie. They make fun of it. Right, because she's supposed to be a secretary. Um, yeah, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I think they could have gone with someone better, but I think they needed a really big star to make this movie more popular. I think so too. Yeah, you're right. I, but for me, I just feel like it was it, like watching it now, and um, just watching it now, it's kind of in a way refreshing to see like an appropriately aged woman in a movie. That's true. Because we're always seeing like fucking like like how many times is like uh, Emma Stone gonna play like the That's the true. love interest to like a forty year old fucking man? You know? That is true. That was nice and different. That is a good point because <laughs> Seth Rogen was like maybe like twenty. He's supposed to be a 26, 28 year old. Yeah. And she's like thirty six. Which yeah. okay, I could see that. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So I think it's kind of you know it's kind of fun to. Hope you know. I hope they were progressive in that way. You know, I'd like to I think just, that that's why they did it too. Yeah, but I also am pretty sure they just needed someone really famous. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, it that's, just that's it just seemed sure. weird. Like it seemed out of place. It. But now that yeah, I hear, that's, like, I think that's just more uh, your conditioning as a as a viewer. You're totally right. It probably could be that because I don't know. That just maybe I'm just not used to it. But oh. It was just weird. It was weird to see her <laughs> I know. In a movie. When we were watching this, you're just like, oh, her? Yeah, I was like, eh, her? They could have gotten a little bit younger. I think you're facing more, your more, your own mortality here, man. I think you're I think you're right. I think we're going we into had places like, that you don't want. We've had like two or three moments like this already in this episode. <laughs> where we're like, yeah, just... Well, that's what the Smirnoffs do to you, man. Oh, man. You know? A little dark It's like a time fun. capsule, dude. Oh, it really a is. A drink from a different time, man. Mm. Everything was was easier, but also harder and weirder. And oh my god, yeah, it was easy to get drunk. Now it's easier. <laughs> it was the bar was really low, and now it's even lower. It's on the ground. Yeah, now it's, <laughs> it's essentially just, like it's just a dirty stick on the ground. Pretty much, <laughs> it's just so much easier. I'm a sophisticated drinker now. You know, sure. I'm not, I'm not this malt <laughs> says, malt beverage drinking. Says the man who purchased Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> here nor there. Can we talk about my favorite uh my favorite actor who gave no shits? <laughs> this movie, <laughs> Edward James Olmos. Yes, he is full on in this movie, and yeah. he does not want to be there. No, he <laughs> gives no shits if anyone care if anyone sees this. He's just like. You know, uh, he's just delivering lines like he's just he's literally reading it off a of Seth Rogen shirt, I think. He's Edward James Olmosing it, you know? He is. He's a, that's almost, you know, he's Edward James Olmosing it. He's just, he's, that's he's, who he is. That's who he is He's EJOing, man. That's what's happening here. Ooh, just I think if I, have, if I ever become like a famous, uh, like, uh, author, yeah, I think I'm going to use that as my, uh, my pen name, EJOing. E.J. Owen. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> that's pen That's a name. pretty good pen name, huh? E.J. Owen. E.J. Owen. Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like I hope I'm that. Edward James Olmos. I hope I give that little fuck, like that little amount of fucks when I'm older. Yeah, dude. And he's still great. 
Yeah. I still think it works because you kind of like believe his character is that, and maybe that's it. But maybe, come on, we he's know. Like a grizzled old, you, he's a Diesel. newspaper editor. You figure they'd be a little more like aggressive about it, but he's like, no, he's like, yeah, he's okay. like the, uh, the the dead dad's right hand man, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, Ugh. and then Britt's like, we're gonna put the, the Green this Hornet on the cover. News. This is your newspaper. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess yeah, we're putting the Green yeah. Hornet on the cover now. I don't know. Okay. Is that the craft services table? And cut. Do <laughs> you know where you get a cup of coffee around here? It's just like, oh, yeah. actually, I, I brought my own thermos from home. <laughs> <laughs> Total Mexican yeah, dad thing exactly. to do. <laughs> I stopped in Dunkin' Donuts before, so. I brought two of my cousins. <laughs> they would like to see where the craft services table is. They, they really like Seth Rogen. So. We also brought our own Tupperware. <laughs> We have extra aluminum foil if you want to cook anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are these are up for grabs, right? These are. <laughs> <laughs> these are... <laughs> Until he pulls out like a six pack of Miller Light. Oh like, yeah, he brought him with him. Oh, absolutely. He brought him with him. I got some in the fridge too, by the way. If you need one, no, I'm good. Okay. No. That was me being at work. Uh, so the police. I am driving in a little bit. Hold on. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> Good luck. There's gonna be a real sloppy situation where we're we're yelling at each other in the middle of the street. It's like, <laughs> like you're not fucking driving. Yeah, <laughs> your mom's gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> when people like, whenever you have like that friend who's too drunk to drive, why is it never easy to convince them that ever? To my, mom's gonna, my mom's gonna be on the porch and her like she's gonna like throw, she's gonna throw herself onto the car as I'm like well, fucking driving. Then the Mio's gonna come over and we're gonna start fighting. Hey man. Dude, bro, don't do this. Don't do this, man. Come on, man. Don't it's do a, this. It's going to be like this. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> it's like 8 p.m. You got to grow up sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not going to happen, guys. Yeah. I've only had 24 ounces of Smirnoff. I can handle more of that. We won't let that happen again. <laughs> oh, um, man. So, oh. Edward, yeah, Edward James almost uh, full on in this movie, doing great, killing it. Basically oh. killing it. Crushing uh, is the dad who doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he just does not give a fuck, man. And it's great. And I would gladly see a thousand more Edward James Olmos movies where he does not want to be there. What about our uh, What about our other cameo that we like? Or the one that you like the most? Oh, uh, dude, we got a fucking... We need an alarm for this shit because this guy's all over the place, apparently. Oh, uh, totally. Sheriff Hopper alert, man. Right? Sheriff Hopper from... Uh, so cool. You know, we all know and love him from Stranger Things. Uh, David Harbour. Uh, very impassioned uh, speech during the uh, fuck what kind of award did they win was that a oh um, Golden Globe yeah it was a Golden Globe was it no it was an Emmy an Emmy they won an Emmy Emmy. yeah he gave that speech where he's talking about uh, you know we're we're accepting and we're this and that it's it's, you know it's a lot better than I'm explaining it yeah but yeah dude David Harbour full on in this movie he plays the the, uh, the DA yeah he's one of those low key actors that you just you have to like him I yeah when when uh when Stranger Things came out I recognized him and um and I was like yeah he's one of those guys you know he's just he's he's a face he's a guy you know he's a yeah. solid actor um but you never really saw him in like starring roles or anything like that no, uh, at least not at least that, yeah not that I could think of at least off the top of my head yeah he's never been a big movie dude I could see him blowing up real soon. I think we're in a we're in an era right now where a lot of where like actors can blow up in their older like in past their forties, you know. Yeah, which is kind of nice, especially for guys like that. Yeah, because you know he's like a, a stage actor, like he did a lot of plays probably. Yeah, and he's just really good. Now he's like 
doing great stuff, and it's cool to see that. Yeah, and it's just um, it is really cool. Uh, um, I I do like seeing him and things, and and in this he's you know he's doing a serviceable job as always. But now whenever yeah. I clock him in movies, I'm gonna be like, yeah, dude, the fucking Hopper's here, man. Yeah. He's great. It's a nice little surprise. It's a nice little <laughs> nugget on top of the weird ass movie sandwich. Yeah, dude, definitely. Uh, super excited to see him there. Yeah. Um, he'll be and, he'll uh, be showing up in a later episode, I think, at some point. Probably. Oh, he's 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 got a punch. Oh, he's got total punch. <laughs> he's like what I pictured myself being in like ten years from like ten years from now. Yeah. Um, like living alone in a really shitty house. No. Drinking. Oh, you mean in the okay? Yeah, beers for breakfast. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, from Stranger Things. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, famous be... actor. Huh? No, no, no. Like <laughs> literally gonna be a burnout. Ah, uh, burnout yeah, sheriff. Yeah, no. We're you all know. we're all headed that way, man. Yeah. You know, we're on a giant rock. Oh in yeah. Fucking space. You know. We'll figure it and out. It's kind of fucked up when you think about it, but also a very comforting thought. Yeah, a little bit. It makes me feel like my actions don't really have consequences. Which is also kind of terrifying a little bit. Mm, yeah. yeah, you know. I could drive home at 110 <laughs> miles an hour. I could kill people. It's fine. But what would happen, dude? What would happen? Literally like, nothing. My bubble would be fucked up. Like, my yeah. circle. Yeah, but, like, all the other wild, stuff wouldn't really like, matter. What would happen, man? The fucking the earth is still going to be here. That's true. The sun's still going to fucking, you know. Very true. All that shit in space, that's all still going to be there. Can we, re- can we record a podcast while we're in prison? No, right? Uh well I, w- I presumably I'm dead in the scenario is what I'm saying. Oh gotcha gotcha. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd go to jail. Well I mean even oh. that yeah same thing. Well, well, that took a turn. <laughs> same thing right. That took a wild turn. <laughs> yeah man I, you could still I mean like Lil Wayne recorded albums and and Jeezy or not Jeezy though him too probably I don't know uh, fucking um mm-hmm. uh why am I blanking Gucci Gucci Mane. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah recorded yeah. Uh, albums in per- from prison, you know. We That's could true. we could do like the pod, the you know. I could sneak you a phone. You could record it on the phone. Yeah, dude, just bake it into a cake. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. That that totally still works. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phone. It's a cake. Just Trojan horse it in there. Yeah, there you It'll go. Be good. Yeah, slide um, it right in. Yeah, you just bring the phone, you know. Bring it piece by piece, and then I uh, follow some kind of diagram to fix it. I don't know. <laughs> you reconstruct this Nokia, and then <laughs> yeah. we record a podcast. I thought I read something where there was just like tons of phones in prisons, like tons of illegal phones. I don't doubt that. Yeah, I feel like that's like that, that. There's no system that can keep them out of I there. I could probably sneak in like a Raspberry Pi, that little computer, that thirty-five dollar computer. Oh yeah, the like, little thing. Yeah. You can make your own little one. Yeah. Huh. You just gotta find a way to get a display and a. We have to do this because one of us is going to go to jail at some point. I think. <laughs> so this is good planning, and we yeah, have it on record. I have too many thoughts that would put me in like <laughs> in prison. Just, well, the, the oh. thoughts themselves wouldn't. But, oh, okay, like, good. You know, the actions <laughs> oh, God. would. That's I don't terrifying. know, man. Like, dude, how many fucking like how many times are you just like pushing down like horrible, violent thoughts all uh. throughout the day, dude? Like driving me driving like on the road. I'm fucking like, like what if I just you know. That's true. What if I just kept going? Yeah, what if I just... Straight for a while. What if I just took the shoulder? Reckless abandon. Take the shoulder, rear end a cop, see what happens. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I would never, you know... I would never... I would think I would never act on it, but... No. That's what they say about all all those guys who act on things. That is kind of weird to think, right? Like, it's just a normal person, and they just, like, lose it one day, and then now shit gets fucking real your life is different now that's exactly what that is yeah that's exactly like not everyone's a serial killer that was like based from the start someone just like did something to piss them off and then they just acted yeah whoa 
Man, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's really, uh... Yeah, we just had a deep thought. <laughs> on a podcast about Husky Heroes. Yeah. Which actually uh, kind of segues into the next thing, I guess. Uh, they kill a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Without killing people. Yeah. They do the, you know, it's PG-13 killing people, but... Yeah. Like, there's like... there. Okay, so there's a scene where... Um, like at the end of the movie where they're in that car chase and everyone yeah. has machine guns and everyone, bullets they're, are flying everywhere. Their car has built-in machine guns. Yeah. And they're blowing up bad guy cars. You gotta think, every single one of those bullets, man, like... Oh, dead. It doesn't always hit its target. No, not at all. It's like it, someone innocent's gonna get killed, aside from the fact you killed the villains, too. Yeah. Like, and they even... There was a, the other scene where they got a cop car to crash, but it's the worst crash you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, and then they throw, like, a, uh, a cheaply uh, added in post-production, like, oh, man, from, like, the cop who was driving it. Yeah. come on, that was only to shield the fact that, come on, this guy is fucking this guy, dead. This guy's legs are crushed as shit. He's not, he's not yeah, walking. Yeah, he's, like, like, I don't know, man, like, robo-legs? Oh, I I highly doubt that. I don't Robo? think is I don't this... think LAPD budget has Wait, room for. Is this a RoboCop origin story? Ooh, that'd be cool. Ooh, Except this guy was too old to be RoboCop. Crossover. <laughs> crossover <laughs> RoboCop. Yeah. It's time for another RoboCop reboot. Time for fan theories. Oh, this boy. is the segment on our show where we theorize <laughs> how we can tie this in with RoboCop. Ooh, that's what we should. That's what we should get do, man. <laughs> Literally every, every every movie has to have a RoboCop. Every cop movie where a partner dies, that guy becomes RoboCop. Right, so that's easy. That'd be kind of cool. Every cop movie where a cop dies... RoboCop. RoboCop. Yep, that's how and it is. Every non-cop movie where a cop dies, yeah. RoboCop. Lethal Weapon is actually a fever dream of Riggs, who's actually becoming RoboCop. Ooh, he's becoming RoboCop the entire movie? Yeah, that's all it is. The slow zoom out? Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs> the slow zoom. <laughs> you just see him in RoboCop gear? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, weird Australian. Wait, Riggs, right? Yeah, weird yeah, Australian Riggs. RoboCop. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> though Murtal as RoboCop would be more entertaining. That would be fun because he'd be really cranky. Oh, he would be. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> like, what? Betty. What kind of weird ass shenanigans would Murtal RoboCop get oh, into? <laughs> we can only write it. We can only write it, Sota. We can make one million dollars. Oh. Off I, of the idea. I've met Danny Glover. If he remembers me, we could get a conversation with him. Oh, he remembers you. Oh, he does. He thinks about you. Well, the, awkward com- the awkward conversation we had in the minivan. I wonder if that guy has a RoboCop idea in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything he says ends with that that weird, like, sensual, non-sensual saxophone. It's a cop movie, man. Think... Cop movies gotta have saxophones. If it, doesn't saxoph- have, you know, if it doesn't have saxophones in it. What the fuck? Was it a cop movie? I'd like to have that saxophone uh-huh. around me at all times. If uh, It's like a tree falls in the forest situation. Yeah. If a tree yeah. falls in the forest, will a saxophone play a really cool riff? <laughs> well, I was gonna... <laughs> That's probably better than what I was going to say. I was going to say, if a saxophone falls in the forest... Was it really? <laughs> will Murtaugh get pissed? <laughs> yeah, I'd tell you to, to pick that up off the ground. That was expensive. Me and, me, me and your mom paid good money for that. <laughs> totally a Murtaugh thing. Also, probably an Edward James almost thing. Wait, is it? Oh, yeah, probably. Totally. I don't know, man. He's got the, the Latino, you know, he's a Mexican dad. Old dad of he's color. He's Mexican, right? He is Mexican. He's Mexican. Super cool. Mexican. Great. Awesome. I don't think I remember him in a movie where he's happy. <laughs> or where he, yeah. That's true. He's always cranky as shit. Oh, 
ah, I'm gonna find this out because I feel like he's been angry in every single movie. Oh, definitely. He's a, he plays he plays it so well, man. He really does. I've never seen that guy smile. Selena's dad. Yeah. Selena's dad. Oh, he was not happy in that movie yeah. at all. Okay. <laughs> I think we could wrap up this episode. I think like we could get to the end of the of the movie at this point. Yeah, dude. We, I mean, distracted. I can I can already tell we're not really gonna scratch the surface. Oh, <laughs> with this one. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> off is a bad idea. And I honestly really don't want to do a two-hour podcast because I would check out right away. Oh, absolutely. You know? I think with editing, we'll probably get it down to 50-something. Yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, there's definitely some shit that I'm going to cut out of this. Oh, <laughs> oh there's definitely some shit you're going to cut out of this. You know what I've been doing, though, and the old episodes, and I really wish I, <laughs> I really wish I wouldn't have? What's that? Is I've been editing the videos, but I haven't been saving the original non-edited versions oh so it's like every time i cut something out it's permanently deleted oh and that's maybe gonna bite us in the ass later i don't know maybe. what if we want to drop like a definitive uh you know let's say five years from now yeah we'll give them the extended like cut. two thousand episodes in or something once people get comfortable with our awkwardness <laughs> yeah oh boy once we get you know what we're gonna you know we're gonna find a winning yeah. formula eventually man yeah we're gonna figure it out and i'm really you know, whatever winning formula that is, yeah. I'm sure Smirnoff Ice is not going to be part of that equation. No, not at all. <laughs> so, Maybe Mad Dog. Maybe. We, we will, you know, I think episode Mad... six, we'll experiment, man. I think Mad Dog's a good option. We've got to do like a like a tie-in, right? What do you mean for uh... like a... Like a movie drink tie-in? Ooh, that's not a bad option. Like we try to drink the drink that they drink in the movie? This is a, yeah, this is a, this is a, see, this is a... This is getting cut. This is what we're cutting out. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We need this for reference, so we know what we're talking yes, about. Yes, yeah, we definitely do. Okay, okay, man. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm gonna Wait, throw no, in gotta... the towel. I think at, at uh, a. <laughs> well, let's try to, let's try to wrap up the episode. No, we gotta get to All the right, ending. Fine, 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 fine. Because, because, because right, Green Hornet gonna... actually gets heroic at the end. Power hour. We're gonna power through we're gonna marathon this man don't yeah. don't you worry we have not abandoned our post here no no we are profiling we're still here the husky heroes of of television and, and film oh yeah we're doing okay. this don't because... you think we're gonna abandon our posts on you man no. we're like uh we we're basically the same as army rangers yep we're, we're not gonna leave our man behind is that what they do well, whatever they do i think they most... the people listening to this don't know that seems like a general good thing i can tell them anything that's true i can tell them anything yeah. the army rangers do we're gonna national guard they this. eat pasta on tuesdays <laughs> yeah we're gonna national guard this and <laughs> just know? show up when you need us yeah we're basically like you know we're basically like army rangers and yeah. that and that we uh we eat snow cones Ooh. <laughs> like, I don't that know, dude. We can tell them army rangers do anything. Are there any army rangers listening? I doubt it. I'm enlisting right now if I could get free snow cones. <laughs> that sounds delicious. You, know, you ever see those things where the, those dudes are doing the, uh, they call it like stolen valor? What where is it'll that? be like it'll be like uh, regular ass dudes wearing. Oh, like, they just uh, wear like the they just wear like the fatigues and stuff. stuff to get free stuff, and, <laughs> and it's like a oh, big patriotic thing where people are like, oh, "This guy's, you know, this, yeah. this guy's a fraud." But it's just like, dude, man, let the guy get his damn ice cream. Yeah, just it's fine. The fuck? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> cares, if he's lying, dude? he has to live with that later on. Yeah, he's he's gonna learn how to, he's gonna learn to to live with that or get his ass kicked by the actual version. Of right, exactly, and you know. He should. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, let, don't don't let it go viral and show up on my Twitter. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I shit. don't care, dude. Yeah, 
don't care. Like, I don't care that this guy spent hundreds of dollars on fatigues to try to get something free. There's actually a, uh, a thrift store right across from uh, from Huck Finn over there in, uh, in McKinley Park. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a uh, thrift store, and they have tons of army fatigues in there. Really? Yeah. Are you, are you saying we should impersonate army? <laughs> I'm 100% saying that, yeah. Okay. This is going to happen. We're going to go with... <laughs> Look out, Veterans Day. We're coming for you. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get our asses kicked. Yeah, dude. I do not look military. Well. No. <laughs> Don't even lie to me. Don't lie and pretend like I look all right. at all military Sota, you look terrible. I look like trash. <laughs> in green fatigues. Oh, boy. We are not made for overalls. <laughs> Big bodies and overalls? No. No, that's no good. <laughs> it looks like you're wearing like a diaper yeah, under there. Much. Yeah, <laughs> kind of weird it's not a hot look man <laughs> girls aren't clamoring to the big guy in overalls no. or in a, unless onesie. unless he's a handyman and you need him to fix your oh, that, sink okay <laughs> then, then I, you're clamoring. i think i could pull off a plumber better than a military guy <laughs> if you're wearing army fatigues and people just think you're a plumber i'd be really pissed he but must yes be wearing a, <laughs> he must be wearing a coveralls for some reason he must be working on like... the septic tank yeah That explains the smell too. Oh, man. Wow, we totally got distracted oh, again. Boy. What the hell are we doing here, man? No, okay. man. All right, okay. Let's wrap up the movie by saying that our husky hero actually does get heroic at the very end of the movie. Yes, he does. Um, uh, by the end of it, he decides that. Uh, what does he do, man? <laughs> <laughs> No, he like he sees that Kato's about to get killed by the main villain. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, back on board. Yeah. Okay. And um he's about to pull the trigger on Kato and he springs into action Kato style and he starts right. surveying it, the room. The same the same kind of action sequence that that comes on uh when Kato's ready to fight yeah. happens for Brit and it's really uh it it's looks... really cool. You know what though? I I do wish and I know it's a comedy you know, an action comedy movie, but I really do wish they kind of treated this with a little bit more gravity. Yeah. Uh, because, so he does, you know, he springs into action, he does his thing, he beats up a couple of bad guys, but then, as he's going for, like, the big kill, the big, you know, the main bad guy for Chudnovsky, mm-hmm. um, he, like, trips or something yeah, and falls in, and like, falls. slow motion. It's like, ugh. Just enough to distract him, and yeah. then Kato springs up and stops him. Yeah, I just kind of wish that they didn't, try to go for a joke there like we don't need more unnecessary jokes me too you could have said something funny at the end of that yeah at the end of the movie you know there's still extra scenes and there's like really like i I feel like in the end those like last like it ends on such a high note in that the last scenes are really hilarious they're super hilarious (laughs) like like, something straight out of super bad yeah because like because because uh (laughs) so brick gets shot on the shoulder at some point and they they run over to uh lenore cameron diaz's character's house and, you know, this is the first time they're revealing that they're the Green Hornet and Kato. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, like, so they're just doing this whole thing where they're trying to dig the bullet out of him. Right. But, like, at the end, he like, just finally, like, nope, nope, can't do it. Brit can't, can't handle do it. the pain. I gotta go to a hospital. So and they, like, they go through the they go through the process of doing a, a press conference to explain what happened. And then Kato rolls, rolls up and... Well, this is... Oh, hold on, hold on. I feel like that needs a little bit more setup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, uh, the main... The big fight at the end uh, ends in... Uh, it takes place in the um, uh, the newspaper factory. Oh, the yeah, newspaper the... offices or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, which Brit owns. He owns which Brit the... owns. Yeah, and you know the, the whole thing is they're bad guys or whatever. So they decide to blame it on the Green Hornet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brit is doing this press conference to you know uh, to to announce that he's stepping down and he's giving uh, um, Edward James almost uh, main guy at the newspaper place yeah. what the fuck what is like that the called? editor the main editor yeah. the, so you know I don't editor-in-chief know. editor-in-chief that, yes. you're a smart man so got that. it yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say the main editor guy <laughs> i think i i believe i did say that uh, anyway uh <laughs> the head head newspaper man the head 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 newspaper misman is a mess the main papersman main paper guy so he's means means papersman uh he makes Edward James almost the main papersman, and then um, they have a press conference. They have a pe- oh, press no. conference. It's just... <laughs> announcing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to go through it without laughing, dude. All right, it's alright. Right. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's uh... okay. So they and then during the press conference, right there, they're like, "Ah, oh, the Green Hornet is blah blah blah," and uh, then all of a sudden, the fucking black. Black Beauty pulls up their car, and then uh, Kato jumps out, and he's like, the Green Hornet sends his regards, and he shoots at Brit, and I guess yeah. there's a blank in there. And then yeah. so so Brit goes down clutching his shoulder, which he had already <laughs> pretending like he just got shot. And then they rush him to the hospital <laughs> yeah. to get treated. It's amazing. It's that pretty was, amazing. That was actually a pretty smart way to handle that. Yeah, that was really good. Um, it was really, really, just a really fun way to end the movie. Like, That's, that's the way it should have ended, because this is such a fun but also strange movie yeah and oh man i don't know just um i still enjoy the crap out of it yeah man i i feel like you know if anyone hasn't watched it uh i i envy you in a way because i wish i could watch this for the first time again yeah um and give it a try yeah give it a try man give it through you know watch it through the lens of you're watching like just something silly yeah like pretend uh, it's fast and the furious and it'll be a little more yeah right exactly just kind of look at it in that lens like you're kind of you know you know it's gonna be dumb but sure it's it's great though i mean not great i mean it's good yeah it wasn't great it was definitely (laughs) grab yourself a couple of smirnoff ices have a seth rogan marathon maybe do uh this one then super bad rogathon it yeah yeah absolutely great way to spend a night Throw in 40-Year-Old Virgin because it's awesome. Oh, of course. I mean, oh, that's got to... Such a good movie. It's got to be part of it. Watch a few episodes of Freaks and Geeks, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, dude, Seth Rogen is... Uh, if we... Like, I don't know if we really mentioned him a lot in our in our grand list of Husky heroes, but he's been in a lot of stuff where we, he's been, like... Yeah. He's a kinda... protagonist, and he's done, like, a lot of really great things, uh... He's done some heroic stuff. Yeah. Well, not heroic, but he's done the right thing in a lot of stories. Yeah, and I mean, like, listen, if if uh, if Husky Heroes has room for an Uncle Buck, it has room for Seth Rogen in many of his characters. Yeah, and Uncle know? Buck was just one movie. And Uncle Buck was just one movie. Oh. I wish it was at least ten movies, because I would watch them <laughs> all great. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch one Uncle Buck movie... Every day for the rest of my life, and I it agree. still wouldn't be enough, Uncle Buck. Oh, not at all. That <laughs> okay, guy's a hero. All right. He had his guy. fucking episode. Yeah. He had his episode. Let's give this one it, to Britt Reed, the yeah. Green Hornet. And if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it, because it is fucking great. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. Now I'm actually going to listen to it now. Are you going to listen to it? 
All right, man. I'll try. We'll put, I'll put it together for you, man. I'll, I'll drop box it to you. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Um, so that's it for this week's Husky Heroes, I think. Yeah, I am sorry. Um, oh, before I would be remiss. <laughs> I would be remiss if I did not mention that there is a uh, um, in on uh, in the uh, you blink and you miss it, but there's a song in this movie that is the greatest song ever written by anyone ever and performed. It is Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. Oh, my God, He's yes. listening to it in the uh, limo when he finds out that his dad dies. And, uh... <laughs> That's a really weird <laughs> statement. Yeah, uh, the Humpty Dance. Um, if, you do not, if, you, if you do not know what I'm talking about, look that up next. Uh, you will be very, very excited to mm-hmm. hear that song and, and jam along to it. It is really fun. It is really one of the greatest songs ever made. Oh, um, it really is. And uh, I'm I'm very happy to have to heard that to have heard that for <laughs> for ten seconds that it's in the movie. You know, worth the watch. <laughs> worth the watch just to get to the Humpty Dance. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. This is wild. Um, I do actually before we go to uh, I know I keep saying that I do have a couple of uh, fun things to bring up for you, Sota. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. We do have, and I guess this is kind of going to be a thing on the show, is where we talk about uh, possible acting uh, changes in this. So at one oh, point, no. at one point, there was an actor. And I'm just going to give, I'm going to give this to you oh. as a, he's a white guy. Uh-huh. He's, he's, but, okay, so he was originally cast as Chudnovsky, the bad guy. All right. Uh, but he dropped out because he intended to play the role with a Jamaican accent. Much to the director Michelle Gondry's dismay, oh. just by now, what actor out there commits to a role, yeah, and just sticks with it, no matter if it's good or bad? Who is that guy? Oh, that sounds a lot like Nick Cage. <laughs> yes, yes, Bingo, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is Nicholas Cage was going to play. Chudnovsky with a fucking Jamaican <laughs> accent. Yes. That's hot garbage. And I really wish it happened. Yes, dude. How much better would this movie have fucking been, man? Just for the accent alone. As much as I love him, man. As much as I love uh, Christoph Waltz. <laughs> Nick Cage with a Jamaican accent in this movie would be great. You're making me crazy. <laughs> oh, I bet you that was the reason why you wanted to do it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh okay, yeah, so that's that's my uh, I think that's my Bernie's bits for the for the day. Here. That's that's like <laughs> enough for a year. Just picturing Nick Cage with a Jamaican accent. Yeah, dude. Imagine, <sighs> imagine the crazy fucking like the craziness he had planned for his Superman that he was gonna play. That would have been. Play, I would have really liked to have seen that. Also, long-haired, he, scraggly Superman. I think he was my favorite character in the first Kickass. Oh yeah, he was great as Big Daddy. He was awesome as Big awesome. Daddy. Very good. Um, but we won't get into that because nope. this is not the Kick-Ass Podcast. No. this it, is Clearly it isn't. <laughs> this is in any facet. <laughs> this is Husky Heroes, man. And you've just listened to an entire episode of that. Yeah. Um, so, man, we got a little bit of uh, a little bit of business here. Guys, yeah. if, if you're listening to this show and you're enjoying it, uh, it would really help us out a lot if you subscribed or uh, liked us on, on SoundCloud and, and stuff like that. But also, we have a Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Husky Heroes Pod. Uh, no special characters or anything like that, so you can just get right in there, follow us, uh, shoot us uh, your thoughts for the episodes, thoughts for the show. Um, 
And if you have any suggestions or anything like that for Husky Heroes that you may want to see in a future episode, you let us know. We actually already have a couple of uh, submissions. Yeah, I will be, say that. That'd be fun, and we could use the help. Yeah, honestly. I mean, you know. Why not? Anyone uh, <laughs> listening to this knows that yeah. <laughs> these guys can use some help. Oh, absolutely. That's a statement they will say. Um, oh. <laughs> another thing, too, is our Instagram. We do kind of share some, like, uh, I think we're planning on sharing some, like, kind of behind the scenesy type things. Uh uh, kind of showing us, yeah. you know, recording, uh, goofing around. We'll probably get drunk around. at Skylark and post stuff on Husky Heroes. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah, <laughs> we're why gonna not? misuse it. We're gonna oh, absolutely. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, right? You know, like uh, picture of Pazuzu's up there. Yeah, uh, the cat. Yeah, that we our, mentioned a few times. You know, our so, Husky mascot. Because yeah, the Husky mascot's up there apparently. Yeah. Um, so that, that Instagram is a little bit different. That's actually a Husky Heroes podcast. Uh, cause some fuckhead out there already has Husky Heroes pod. Yeah. Fuck that guy. What the hell are they doing with that? Yeah. Do they, they have I, a podcast that's called I don't Husky think Heroes? So. It's probably something terrible. So don't follow them. Maybe it's like a, like an actual pod, like a space pod. That are, might are be Are they going to send some like chunky dudes up into space in these pods? That sounds kind of cool. Okay, you know what? Maybe they're not dickheads. Yeah, but go still. follow. Go give those guys a follow. That sounds great. Okay, fine. <laughs> Husky Heroes Podcast on Instagram. Husky Heroes Pod on Twitter. Uh, like I said, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Uh, that would be really, really great. A few of you did. Thank you very much for that. Um, we are, we're we're going to figure this out, Sota. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> Third one's getting rougher, but <laughs> we're we very, got it. We're very happy that you yeah. guys uh, yeah. uh, stuck with the growing pains. Um, oh, one more thing. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. You can follow yeah. me. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Bernie V. Uh, fuck me. Hold on. That was about <laughs> to get my Gmail out. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Fancy Pants Bernie on Twitter. Uh, that's Fancy Pants, just like they're spelled. And then Bernie is just B-E-R-N-I. Uh, no special characters or anything like that. And then you can follow Sota at... Sote86. That's S like Sam, O T E 86. There are no special characters or anything like that. No, it's just, just straight shot. Yeah, it's just boring as shit. Cool, man. Yeah. So uh, follow us, follow the show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let us know what you guys think about it because we see the views, but I would like to hear a little bit more like, hey, Bernie. Yeah. Drop uh, some comments. You know, you did this at, at 20 minutes in, and uh, I didn't like that so much. Yeah. And like your use of the uh, term Polak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We dropped a lot of shit in here. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what makes it in the show. Yep. <laughs> All right, All right, Sota. Uh, anything else to add or anything like that? Are we good? No, that's it. We are we got here, it. baby. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you guys uh, next week on another fun, exciting, action-packed episode of Husky Heroes. That's right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.